This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is James. I sing my name now. Woo woo. Woo woo. Episode 301. James, what are we talking about today? I woke (laughs) up today and I do what I think everybody does. The only thing that I think Facebook is used for nowadays is seeing my memories from what happened years (laughs) ago. I don't use it for anything else, really. And I went on, and I checked memories, and I noticed that it was four years ago. It's November 12th. It's my sister's birthday. November 12th, four years ago today, I had a Donald Duck avatar. And that avatar has not changed whatsoever on my account. Uh, but four <laughs> years ago, Brock, we got we were introduced to Din Djarin. We didn't know his name was Din Djarin yet. It was the Mandalorian. We got introduced to Grogu. We didn't know his name was Grogu yet. He's Baby Yoda. Uh, so it's it's crazy that it's been four years, but also when you think about it, it's kind of not crazy because we um, we've had three seasons of the show, which isn't which isn't really bad. Yeah, that's in four years, not terrible. And there was a pandemic in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, and they did they finished season two in that pandemic, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, wow, four years already for Disney Plus. That's kind of whoa. <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you do you find in those four years you pay? I think you pay whatever annually, month, whatever doesn't matter. Have you found it to be of value in four years? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, we love it because uh, we do a Star Wars podcast, and that's exclusively where we're getting our Star Wars po- uh, content. Um. But I love it because I'm a Marvel person. Uh, I love it because I'm a Pixar person. Like, and Disney, I'm always in. Um, it's got a lot of cool stuff on there. Like, in Canada, we have Star instead of Hulu, which I don't think we get exactly the same amount of content as Hulu does. But, like, it's good, too. I mean, I remember when it came out, I was like, let's watch Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> I haven't watched this in 10 years. Um, but I, it's, I think Disney plus has become my favorite streaming platform and it's like, it's the one that I'm like, yeah, no, I'll get rid of this last if I have to start getting rid of streamers. So I, I've, I really, I haven't watched the Marvel stuff. I watched, <clears throat> I've watched a few of it. Um, watch obviously all the star Wars stuff. So that's where I get my value with Disney plus the star Wars. And I like a lot of the old, like I grew up with a lot of the old, uh, cartoons cartoons and when i mean old i don't mean like beauty and the beast and aladdin i mean like donald duck shorts and mickey mm-hmm. mouse shorts that were before i was born like the goofy learning you know the how to ski with goofy like those kind mm-hmm. of shorts i grew up with those i remember going to my cousin's house before walking to school and they had 
the Disney Channel bad. And we would watch those before. Like it's just so I like going back and watching those types of things. But the, the Star Wars stuff is really why I'm there, and I think um, mostly they've hit. I believe they've hit. They have, uh, you know. I think you know. There's been some stumbling blocks, I guess, with with it. But they've they've punched in four years. Like the part of the what kind of blew my mind, Brock, with the, with the four years was that we got. Three seasons of Mandalorian, a season of Andor with another one on the way, a season of Obi-Wan Kenobi, a season of Ahsoka, Book of Boba. Like, we got stuff, we got stuff shoved at us like crazy. And all of this happened. And this and, and Disney Plus started a month before The Force Awakens came out. So we haven't had a movie, basically, since Disney Plus happened. But we've got so much Star Wars material. I'm not calling it content. That's lame. But we got so much Star Wars material that's like... I want to go back to the movie theater to watch it, but they've also kind of they've, they've done they've done as well on Disney Plus with the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like it's perfect for what they've executed so far. I think uh, I think it's a huge mistake that they're not making movies, but I mean, in the uh backlash of the sequels like perhaps this is a way to win people back to the theaters by like okay you didn't like the sequels but you like mandalorian what if we had those people work on the movies as well which they have not tried yet but like it's maybe that's the plan i don't know it does seem odd and granted like it hasn't been the best three let's call it four years of being able to make this transition back to the theaters because for almost two years, we couldn't go into a theater. And now the last six months or so, no one was writing or acting. So it's like, yeah, now they got everything's delayed. You know, like we talk about, it's like, like whenever we go back to stranger things, it's like, they're going to be full for full grown adults. It's going to be weird. Like, (laughs) The other thing that happened too is is um, Guardians of the Galaxy three aside, the Marvel movies haven't been doing phenomenal in the theater, and it's almost you know because people are like superhero fatigue, which could be real, might not be, whatever, who cares? But it could be like the big blockbuster fatigue. Like I'm going to go see a big blockbuster, and if you think about those kind of movies and I'm going to, I'll, I'll throw in, I'll slide in the rise of Skywalker in there as well. So there's always like the threat is almost too big. It's almost like everything is too big. Now it's like, Oh boy, who's going to destroy the world. And our people <laughs> like, it's maybe it's not just what I'm saying is maybe it's not just superheroes. Maybe it's that formula of, well, we're going to go watch them save the world from some stupid, yeah. like maybe people are just tired of that. And maybe, you know, go back to the drawing board and give people a story that they want to go see. And obviously, I, I, I mean, obviously they're not going to go, people aren't going to go to the theater to watch, you know, the uh, sidewalks of New York type of movies anymore, but like maybe go back to, you know, the day, you know, Iron Man one, Captain America, like those movies where they're, they're big, but they're, they're kind of small, self-contained. Not self. They're small, and they more are about the character within that movie. Because and then and then you know that's how the Avengers work so well, right? Is you had individual movies, and then the Avengers was a big, big, big event. Yeah. And I think 
people might maybe that's what is more than superhero fatigue because because now it's like why am i going to go waste my time on the marvels when and i'm not saying i don't mean me waste my time on the, i just mean people maybe people are like what's the point also brock it's going to be on disney plus in like 40 days so why am i going to spend 20 bucks plus 70 dollars on popcorn at the movies when i can watch in the comfort of my own home with some leftover halloween candy and and sit down and pause it when i have to go to the bathroom and, or and and let the dog out for a pee why would i go see in the theater when that when they've really kind of i think that's one of the biggest botches that streaming has made not necessarily just disney and i think warner brothers is kind of stopping that by first of all writing off all the movies but also like blue beetle still isn't out on max i don't think and but that, yeah, that that's, right. that's to me that's one of the biggest streaming issues is they're releasing these movies way too soon and it's and it's formulaic like you know okay I wait a month and a bit it's going to be out so yeah. why am I rushing Yeah no it's like I agree it's like I don't know if they ever announced that they were like okay if it does terrible in the box office we'll just release it early on stream because then people will maybe we can get back a I, I don't know if that was ever like announced or people just pieced it together because I mean, like yeah, uh, yeah, because like uh haunting in venice like that came out late august early september and was on streaming like two weeks ago like that's <laughs> wild like and like that's a massive i mean maybe the cast isn't as massive as you know death on the orient express or even death on, yeah. on the nile but it's still like i mean I, those movies must do well enough for us to get to a third movie like and i think like, he's doing a fourth <laughs> I, and cool. I know, like I, I'm all for it. My wife loves it. I'll watch them. Like, well, I think I don't get hyped for him, but anyways, go ahead. No, but I, I think haunting though was they were cashing out on Halloween. <laughs> but it was like it was on streaming before Halloween, which is funny. I mean, maybe that's perfect. Not that, yeah, like that's. So, I mean, like I don't know. I yeah, I think people kind of. Well, I think I told you. Like I've noticed too. Like when a movie doesn't do in the theater in yeah. Canada, those in Canada. It comes up on digital for thirty dollars yep. to buy, twenty five dollars to rent. If it does well theatrically, it's twenty five dollars to buy, no option to rent. And it's kind of like, mm. and I've noticed mm. that that's been the pattern. And then from there, you can kind of base when you're going to be able to to buy the movie and for ten dollars. <laughs> that's you know, that's how much a digital movie should oh. be. Yeah, like yeah, I, I I think people have figured out that pattern and. Like, why go see A Haunting in Venice if you know you're going to be able to watch it on Disney Plus next yeah. month? It's just, it's why? interesting though. It's like, it's like, it's like there, there must be some interest in going back to the theater because look what happened with Barbenheimer, where it's just like these two movies that are like, I don't know if you want to call them blockbusters, but it's just like this, this, this whole like, I don't know, what, what would you call what that was? It's like this, like, that was one, yeah, like a they. So, I don't know how you feel, but when, when they were both announced to be on the same day, I was always like, "Why? This is so stupid! Like, why?" Yeah, I thought it was dumb. I thought one would move, but neither one of them would move. But instead of going, something something genius happened, and I think it was Tom Cruise because the the internet kind of <laughs> went crazy with it. But like, what happened though was instead of going head to head and being like, "Come see Barbie," screw up, and I like instead of that kind of. They were like, like Tom Cruise is like, I got tickets for both opening night. And everybody, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig, like, we got tickets for it. 
And for some reason, it became this like cultural phenomenon that like you felt like you had like if you weren't part of it, you weren't in the cool kids group, the cool group, you know, like I don't know if that will ever be replicated again, because I I Christopher Nolan said that Oppenheimer exceeded their expectations. Yeah, because of Bart, like it was like because of that whole thing, I think both of them. I, I mean, I don't know. Barbie is such a known, well-known IP, and it looked like the thing is when you looked at the yeah. the movie never appealed. I haven't seen it, but it didn't appeal to me. But I, when I looked at, it, I'm like, oh, this is this is what my sisters play with. Like, this is Barbie. I get it. Yeah, it's like Mario Brothers for me, right? I'm like, this is Mario Brothers. It, like they they did that. So I don't know what that would have done, but I think though that those two movies propelled each other probably more than they would have, especially Oppenheimer, because I guarantee you some of the people that went to go see a three-plus-hour movie like that were never going to go see that movie ever. And they did because it became this cultural phenomenon. It was... That is lightning in a bottle for sure. Yeah, like, it's just like, I believe that things are very random on the internet. I mean, it's the internet. But, like, something, like, the the more that grew and grew before even the movie came out, was just, like, something, at some point, someone had, like, I don't know if I want to call it a genius idea, but they're, like, what if we did this? And, like, there was a puppet master somewhere in the background that's, like, Look, let's just try it. We're going to put the movie... It's Margot Robbie. It's going to get... And it's Barbie. It's like, people are going to be interested in this. But then to go where it was... like, And I'm not just saying it was just the Barbie camp. I like, I think it's someone... Someone somewhere was like, what if we did this? I and I, I would love to see in like 5, 10 years or 20 years and be like, this is how we did it. And you're like, wow. Like yeah, They created a phone. There was great. t-shirts. There was everything. Yeah. was like people yeah. were all in on Barbenheimer. It was, I, I don't think we'll ever experience that with anything ever. It's just lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And it was fun. And, like it was like, and it was like, it, there was no animosity. It was just like, I'm like, wow, people are enjoying something. Yeah, yeah. Like there are people that didn't like Barbie, people are like whatever that happens is all subjective. It's movies, but like, like the whole thing was no negativity around anything. Yeah, that's it's and it was it was just bizarre. I, it was weird. It was weird and a good weird. Like it was, I was there. I didn't watch either one of those movies, but uh, yeah. I was in. I was all for both of them doing very well, and they both did very well. And that's and good. I don't, I don't think either one is on digital yet, right? Or am I wrong? You know, yeah, this no, they're not on streaming but yeah barbie came out in september i want to say like to buy. no wait yeah to buy but did, barbie came out barbie was weird because it was going to come out and then they delayed it i think because it was doing so well they're like what if we held off so they did and then they released an imax but i think it's i know you can buy it because it pops up all the time oppenheimer mm-hmm. i think is the end of this month sometime around this that's month. wild like it's just you think yeah. it'd be the adverse where it's like we've made all our money back Let's just give it to them. Whatever. I wonder how much not is, give it to them, but you know what I mean. Like, I wonder how much Oppenheimer is Christopher Nolan saying, "Don't put this on digital yet. I want people to watch mm. it in the theater." Because yeah. he left Warner Brothers because he didn't like what they were doing, and mm. so whoever released it was a Paramount. Whoever it was, they're probably like, "Whatever you want, you do," because they want his next movie. Right? <laughs> they're yeah, like, yeah. "We want you to make whatever's next. We want that paycheck." So that's probably how it is. But yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see anything like those two movies again. No, that yeah. was. It was like once in a lifetime 
you know, I can't even think of something in my lifetime that reminded me of that in the theater, like two movies going head to head. Like, cause there was when uh, Batman and Robin came out the same day as my best friend's wedding. Yeah. And my best friend's wedding crushed Batman and Robin, but they were, it was never like a, a Batman friend wedding, like an event. Like it was like one or the other and everybody hated Batman and Robin. And, and you know the other one was the rom com that people flocked to. So it was was it my best friend's wedding? Yeah, I think it was my best friend's wedding. I'm, it might have been Runaway Bride, but I think it was my best friend's wedding. But those two came out on the same day. I remember that vividly because mm. I saw Batman and Robin twice. <laughs> it's wild. Like I went to see Barbie in theaters like two weeks after it came out in the afternoon during the week, and like. I walked up to the door with my wife and there were people following us in wearing pink. Like, and the, the theater was fairly full. Granted, it was the summer, but it was just like, it was interesting. I was like, wow. So I'm like, cool, whatever. But you know, like, so it's like, and you know, I was just thinking, you said Super Mario Brothers. I know you're probably referring more to the 90s one, but you, I know you like the new one too. It's like, that did well too. I mean, granted, it's a cartoon, so there's probably kids no. I was, talking about, I was talking about this one. I mean, like for me, Barbie yeah. and Mario Brothers—they're both the one and two highest-grossing movies of the year. Yeah, exactly. And when you look, when you look, I haven't seen Barbie, so I can't speak to it. Yeah. I didn't play Barbie, but but the thing with the Mario movie was the trailer. I saw the trailer. I'm like, that looks like that game that I love. And then yeah. I watched the movie. I'm like, well, that was like that was a fun. You yeah. know, it was fun, and it was all the things I love about the game about Nintendo, there's things in there. And Barbie, to, like, from an outside looking in, that's what it looked like to me. And so the fact that those two made so much money is not that shocking when you make something for an audience that is what the audience wants. <laughs> They're going to go see what you're delivering, right? I know Barbie has a message. Mario Brothers so just, didn't, uh, didn't, but yeah. It's just, it's very interesting how it all works. It's like, and granted, I, like I said earlier, it's like there was a writers and actors strike for a good mm-hmm. four or five months, if you want to call it. And now they're up. I believe it was the longest in history. Like, so that just, that's good because it's like, it sounds like it's bad, you know? And there's, so, it just sounds like, like every other industry where it's like, oh, our te- technology and how we do things have advanced so quickly in the last 20. 20 years and we are now just realizing we should have talked this through but whatever like that's a multifaceted thing but it's just like it's clear people do still want to go to the movies like i the marvel marvel's like i haven't watched a single trailer for it because i'm like you know we've said before it's like i'll go see this so i don't need to see it i would like to be surprised a little bit um i haven't didn't have time to go this weekend, but it's just like, it is wild. It's like, yeah, they probably they didn't promote it at all. So it's like, it's probably not going to do great. It's, numbers aren't, I already think they're already saying it's like, it's not going to work, but I hope to go see it next week or maybe the week after. Like, I don't know. It's like, the, I, it's, I, I, I don't, I would never like agree. Like someone's like, Oh, theater's dead. It's like, oh, it's, I don't think it's dead. I mean, well, like also, here's the other phenomenon of this year, like uh Taylor Swift's Eras tour. <laughs> it's like it did really yeah. well. It was like people were going crazy in theaters. Like like I, that was tough. I feel like that's like on its own thing, but oh totally. Though, <laughs> but again, though, put something that people I mean, 
yeah, Tesla's different, but put something that people want to see in the theater and people are going to go see it. Yeah. yeah. And deliver on it. And honestly, I think Ant-Man 3 was something that people would have wanted to see, but it didn't do very well because I haven't seen it, but I hear, you know, it, it like it under delivered. Like people were underwhelmed by it. It was too much of this. And, and for me, like the, the thing with Ant-Man is I saw Ant-Man 1 with you in the theater. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't really, I knew nothing. I didn't really care. And I was like, that was awesome. And then Ant-Man 2, yeah. I, I was like, I don't really care. And then I watched, I was like, that was awesome. But it's, it's. The third one does not interest me so much. Be- when I look at it, I'm like, but it doesn't look like it's following the first two that that you know tricked me into like like I was like I'm not I didn't think I was gonna like them as much and I did and th- and the same kind of felt like multiverse of madness I'm like but it's not really a sequel to Doctor Strange it's a sequel to WandaVision it's a- and I think people yeah. are growing tired of of this and that and just make a good. Honestly, I I really feel this with Star Wars, especially just make a good movie. Don't worry about the next one. Worry about this one. Make a good movie that worries about this one, and yeah. people will come along for the ride. And then you, because that's what a New Hope was, right? It was like let's worry about this one, and then when you have that one, then you can do the next one, and then the next one you can be let's worry about this one, but let's lead into. Because I also feel I don't know about you, Brock, but I I and I think I. I saw a leak for the post-credit scene of the Marvels. I won't say what it is. Mm. I don't know if it's true or not, because whatever. But I also feel like that's getting tiring too. It's like <laughs> I don't want to wait anymore. Like, and it's like you know, the movie ends. I don't know if you do this, but when a movie ends, like I'm texting everybody. Like, is there a post-credit scene? Do oh, I have I... to sit here? It's like yeah. it's getting tiring. And I remember when I was a kid watching movies, and you know, we'd let the VHS run. And there'd be something at the end, and, and my sister would be like, "Oh my god!" And like that was it. Yeah. Like it was just something always fun, right? Now yeah, it's yeah. now it's like you have to stay for the end, otherwise you're not gonna know what's happening next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, why? Why do I have to do that? Yeah, I Google is like post credit scenes, whatever movie I just saw. It's usually the first thing I do when <laughs> <laughs> when those credits start rolling. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. Oh gosh, I was gonna say something, but yeah, yeah, and I just like I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just like I kind of get why we're still on. Yeah. So I don't. Did you know about this, James? Ahsoka episode five was in some theaters. I, I don't know. Was it in theaters here? I didn't even look because I'm just gonna watch them. I wouldn't. I don't know. And Heidi, maybe she can talk yeah. about this. But Brock, I would not go to the movies to watch an episode in the middle of a series. Like, it just, like, I understand, like, maybe the first episode, the first two, yeah. but episode five of six just felt strange to me. Like, they're like, hey, the second last episode, go see in the theater. Why? Why? Yeah, Why? which one is episode five? Is that the second last one? Or maybe oh, it's because... I think it's... Is it the, the, is it the one with Anakin? Yeah, I, I think, think that's so. The one, yeah. Great episode, but... Why am I going to yeah. go halfway through it, you know, through a series? Yeah, it is. Yeah. To watch, to watch like with no ending. It's like I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't I don't know. Not my not my cup of tea. But if you went to it, more power to you. I wouldn't hate it. I didn't know anything about it. I guess it would be fine. I I assume they said come see this movie episode in the theater before it actually released. So that's that's kind of fun, but yeah, I think you're right. It should have been 
maybe the premiere or the the finale. Or show the last show. couple episodes. Yeah. But it's just like how much do you pay to go see a 22 minute <laughs> movie? Oh, it know. was free. It was free. Okay. Oh, well, I would have done cool. that. I probably would have done that. Okay. But it's like yeah, it's like that episode was probably one of the more exciting episodes in the season. Like I think I would have been kind of well, I mean, yeah, if if it's free, it's free. <laughs> but like if it was like um what was I gonna say? It's just like if it was the last episode and then you maybe paid ten dollars for it and then it was the episode it was, I'd be like, Well, that was fun because I like to do Star Wars things and I try to stay positive, but it's like it was uh lackluster at best. Though I don't know, like some of these shows, like especially Ahsoka, the visually like stunning. So maybe it would be cool to see it on an IMAX or just a just a large screen in general. So yeah, it'd be fun. But like, like you said, you know what it reminded me of when you said if we watched that finale, we paid money to watch that finale is when we paid like forty dollars a ticket to go see the Last Jedi, and all we got was like that three minute John Williams documentary. Well, yeah. And like some tickets and like this, like two kernels of popcorn. Remember that? That was like, I think that honestly, my dad hates The Last Jedi so much because of that, because we paid so much <laughs> money and we got, we got kind of shit. It was kind of, kind of crap what we got for, for the amount of money we got. It was, yeah. And we saw it like a half hour early, which. Yeah. 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 I, I don't, don't I, I, can't, I can't even think of that. I don't even remember that. But I, I like, I remember that they did it, but I just yeah. can't even just, like remember, remember what happened. I remember the tickets came out and they were $40. And I was like, oh my gosh. But there was no other like tickets yet. Like everybody in the world was getting tickets for this movie, but Canada was like, nah, not yet. Pay for. And so I remember I, I, I messaged you and like everybody we went with, like, are you guys good with? I don't know if it was 40. Was it 40 or was it? It was around 40. I don't know. Everybody was okay with it. Like, everybody was like, let's do it. And I was like, all right, I'm in. Like, I, you know, I'm with you. Like, I'm in. Let's do it. And we did it. And man, I just remember <laughs> the popcorn was like that big. And then we got some tops, oversized tops trading cards. I was like, this was. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how memorable that was. Yeah, scarves here, right? And Those cards are cool. <laughs> like they were, but forgettable. Like you know, the John, the John Williams thing was fine, but so short. It was like, well, great. Yeah, awesome, awesome. You want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Wait, we can't do it. Okay, we can do it. Hold on, let's go to the odds. Plenty of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Never tell me the odds. Never. And there we got our good friend Din and Quill. <laughs> Never tell me the odds brought to you, me, and everyone in the vicinity by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. If you like what we do and you want us to do it more, heck, for an extra dollar, we will make sure that Captain Kennedy gets fired. But if for you to do that, you have to head down to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. What are we gonna what is anyone us. gonna do when she's actually out of whether she gets fired or oh. retires? Like what what is the what is YouTube going yeah. to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has she ever been on like podcasts or anything like that? She just does like actual media, like it's like that should be our our, our clickbait. It's like 
Kathleen Kennedy fired a first official interview on this podcast. <laughs> she just becomes our our third co-host. Could you imagine? She's oh working at my gosh. Time, apparently. She knows nothing about she knows nothing about Bluetooth. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. She's uh, you know what? I, I love Temple of Doom, but most people hate it and it's her fault. Just so you know, she ruined Temple of Doom. She was like, we need to have Kalima. No, we're, we're not sinking. We're crashing. Um, <laughs> anyways, support us at Patreon. That was her line. She Rep- wrote that line. That, 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 that's one of my favorite lines. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and support us any way you can and become one of the lovely few that we greatly appreciate. Think that they're awesome. And those people are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Dale Erdman, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D. Josh Price, Matt W. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Den of Nerds, Disney Desi, Charlotte, and Ron Presack. Uh, thank you for right your support, on. everybody. Thank you for your support. Yeah, thank you. Brock, are you decorated for Christmas yet? Are you fully decorated? No, for no, Christmas? no. And I'm like, I'm not. We haven't decorated inside yet. My first main concern is getting lights up outside, and I'm like, ooh, it's getting cold. And it's yeah. it's Diwali today too, so I was like, oh, I should have oh, put it up. Like a lot of, a lot of, uh, I have a lot of uh, Diwali celebrators on my road. I remember last year. Uh, the fireworks were just going off a little while ago, but that's you know it's the festival lights, and a lot of people put lights up early. I'm like, hey, I should put it up. Be like, yeah, turn it on for that night, and be like, woo. But anyways, not that I celebrate Diwali, but like, um, no, I have not done Christmas stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hopefully, either. maybe this I week. I actually, it's crazy. I don't, I don't have, I don't have anything up either. It. Uh, people complain like we. I wait for December first. Like that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. The older you get, time flies by. So I listen. I start listening to Christmas music in in uh, in December, and I stop the next December. And I just <laughs> when like Starbucks and whatever flip to uh, Christmas oh, cups, November like 1st? the second yeah. November first. And I was like, I think I went into somewhere where they had done that. I don't know if it was Starbucks, but they, had, I think, might have had Christmas play- music playing. I'm like. Oh, that's torture to your employees. Like you had to listen to Christmas yeah. music for two months. There was, a, there was a store in the mall, and like November first, like the Christmas music was blast. I remember going to <laughs> Old Navy in in Brampton when I lived there on Halloween, and they were playing Christmas music. I was like, "It's Halloween, just like give us the day." What? But yeah, they. I, I, for us, we do Remembrance Day on the eleventh of November. I don't like like Christmas music should probably not be played that day. It just, I, but I mean, I don't really care when people do anything. Just uh, yeah, I was like Boxing Day, December twenty sixth is when I start listening to Christmas music for the next year. I just go. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. Thank you so much, Patreon, for all of your support. Our first thought: a Star Wars movie coming to Disney Plus. Are we ever going to see a Star Wars movie in? Disney Plus. Heidi's saying the 23rd is Thanksgiving in the U.S., which is when the season starts in the U.S. Yeah, but yeah, I've been seeing sense. TikToks that uh, they're saying I don't care about Thanksgiving anymore. Thanksgiving is is it bigger than Christmas though? Like in the, I think like people love it. Not here. Here it's like a Monday. 
Number 10 of the odds, a Star Wars movie coming to Disney+. Plus. In, in a certain time frame or just ever? Ever. And, like, it has to be a made-for-Disney Plus Star Wars. It can't be, like, episode 10. It's not... <laughs> I don't see why it couldn't happen. So I'm gonna go seventy five percent. Like it's like, come on, just just do it. Like made for this is just the new version of made for TV movies. Like, like no. Well, people complain that when people complain that they're bad, I'm like, yeah, but it's straight to video. It's like when you used to go into Blockbuster and have Eric Roberts and all those movies. He's based; these are basically what the Netflix movies are, and that's but they somehow get a listers in these Netflix movies, whereas straight to video had Eric Roberts. I'm gonna go seventy percent because I don't think anytime soon, but they will. Like eventually, they're gonna cave, and it'll be you know an Ewok movie or something. Uh, our next odd, uh, never tell me the odds, Brock. Season two of Obi Wan Kenobi. Season two of Obi Wan oh. Kenobi. Did you answer, Brock? Here I am. Yeah, season two of Obi Wan Kenobi, Brock. I'm gonna go ahead and answer this one, and I'm gonna go thirty-seven point eight percent. Heidi, do you got an odd on this one? What are the odds of an Obi Wan Kenobi? second season happening uh for me it's low i don't see it being high because um i think they said all they need to say brock are you there brock's still frozen maybe i'm frozen was anyone frozen the world is frozen people listening are like what am i listening to Frozen. Heidi's saying yeah, 37.9% on season two of Obi-Wan Kenobi. What do you got on season two, Brock? <laughs> what do you got for season two, Obi-Wan Kenobi? We'll say it one more time. Season two of Obi-Wan Kenobi, what are your odds? Uh, I'm going to go 20% because it's just like at this point, if we're not going to make it, if you're not going to announce it that quickly, like, come on. I've heard that season two of Ahsoka is going to get announced and they need to because that ending without a season two is, is useless. All right, and our final ad today, a new holiday special on Disney Plus. At some point in time, Brock, we're going to get a new holiday special on Disney Plus any point in time. And it doesn't have to be Life Day. It could be any holiday. It could be the Easter Star Wars special. Are we going to get a holiday special of some sort on Disney Plus? No, because I think, you know, talking about lightning in a bottle, like that, was it 1980s? When do they just? When is the? Yeah, the eighties or no? No, it's between. 
So it's late seventies that the holiday special comes out, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like that's lightning in a bottle. Like <laughs> even if you try, you can't make that thing happen again. Like you can you could like it's like, hey, we're gonna try but they didn't they try doing that with like Lego movie? It's like it's not gonna happen. Come on. So I'm gonna go like five percent. All right. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm gonna go eleven. I don't think it's possible either. I'm gonna be a little bit more optimistic than you because <laughs> I can. This Friday coming up, Brock, is life day. It is the forty fifth oh, yeah. life day we've ever had coming up. Those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments below. We're going over to our other topic called top five right now. I'm writing my top five as we speak. Nice. Top five moments from the first four years of Disney Plus. Uh, mostly stick with Star Wars on this one. I guess I should have put that in yeah. there. But <laughs> it's top uh, five moments of Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. My number five, Brock, is the Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Vader rematch that we got. It was so much fun. Mm. Really cool. And uh, we got it. So there we go. Uh, my number five is going to be sort of like uh, all over the place. But it does. It's, it is Star Wars. like... What they do with like Disney Plus with like these shorts, like Simpsons does it a lot, which Simpsons did have a Star Wars crossover, but like the Star Wars biomes, which was just like, hey, look at this cool thing, uh, just like we made here. It's a screensaver that moved for Star Wars. It's like those small things that maybe take five minutes of your time, like being able to see the forces of destiny or. What's the YouTube Star Wars one with those all female characters? That's all there. Like, yeah. uh, even like the the uh, the the behind the scenes that they did for Mandalorian, all that little extra stuff, which would have been like DVD extras back in the day. Having that on there is is cool. Like Netflix and Prime don't really do something like that. I'd say they do do not, but like. Disney Plus really embraces that, so I love it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. My number four is the uh, tease for the Book of Boba Fett at the end of <laughs> Mandalorian Season 2. That was – no one saw that coming. They did that BS announcement where they announced all the stuff that is never going to come into fruition. But then like all of a sudden, like that came. I'm like, what is this? And whatever you think of Book of Boba Fett aside, the tease was done – perfectly it was phenomenal uh, my number four i want to say like just building the the volume to make these shows yeah. but more i'll get more specific in like they brought luke back and as much as like we're like that's not luke that's that's not even mark hamill's body like it's just like it's like that looked good and like i i like the, so the cg of it looks really really good it gets really good in book of boba fett um but just like it works in that the whole thing of like I forget that when they're shooting the volume outside of like Andor was all outside or whatever, but like more or less. But like I forget that, that it's like that's an LED wall they're looking at. So it's like the quality of like the show they make now is so cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, the volume, you know, gets flack now because we've been trained to notice it, but what they're able to do now more and more, it's it, that's the future. My number three is the uh, live-action Clone Wars that we got in Ahsoka 
this year. I thought that was a lot of fun to see. I like getting Anakin Skywalker back. I thought I thought it was great. And the thing is, the reason why it's so high on my list and on my list is just because this is what you can do now. Like this is like yeah. Disney Plus gives you the opportunity to do this and to bring these stories that have been told to a new to new audiences to new viewers who might not sit through animation who might sit not shoot through that they're going to sit through this so that's my number three uh my number three is similar um well basically the same thing uh mine was just like wow they really brought the rebels characters yeah. life in this series like i mean do you give me chopper in live action or like and it doesn't have to be just Ahsoka, like Zeb in uh, the third season of Mandalorian. You're like, it's like, this is so good. <laughs> and I, like, I know Kanan isn't in any live action, but seeing a younger version of him in Bad Batch is like, yo, I mean, it just means Filoni's in charge, so he gets to bring his toys to the sandbox. But like, <laughs> just that is just great. And and that's not new. Like, Star Wars is like, oh, let's drop. But like, it's like the next level of like, what can we pull out of what we would, I guess we would call expanded universe at this point. Yeah, that's what these are, right? It's the uh, the expanded universe. Dr. Matt Studio from Britain. Thanks for stopping by. It's like, I don't know what time it is. Six hours. What's six hours from now? Three? Yeah. Four? Four a.m. My gosh. Wow. Uh, my number two, the Mando season two finale. Luke Skywalker coming in. It's not just yeah. that, though. There was so much going on there. There was a buildup yeah. of this whole season. And for me, you know, I love Mando season three. I know I'm one of seven that like it. But, like, it, it just it felt like the Mandalorian and Grogu story kind of ended at that point. It was like that was a culmination. I don't watch the Loki show, but I hear the Loki show kind of ends with season two. That's what this kind of felt like with Mandalorian is you could have ended the Mandalorian story there and that could have been done. We could have been complete. And so I kind of liked that. It kind of felt like closure. I felt like we got a lot going on. And of course it was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, mine is similar. It's a return of another Skywalker. <laughs> Hating Christensen back to Star Wars. Like, wow. In not one but two shows, and it's just like whew, fantastic. They went from avoiding him to like, <laughs> like just using him at every turn. Mm. Uh, good call. And my number one might come as a shock for everybody, but it's Baby Yoda. Baby yeah, Yoda, same. Grogu, Baby same. Yoda, Grogu. The greatest thing to happen to Star Wars since a lightsaber. It was, yeah, that's <laughs> Baby yeah. Yoda. Like, yeah, number one has to be something Mandalorian, but, like, you kind of... If you're talking about just, like, the things that launch, that that put Disney Plus or... Disney Plus in its place or just where, like, the cool things about Disney Plus as a platform was Grogu. Like, yeah. Like, I can't think of uh, anything else that's been on that platform that is that huge. Like... Yeah, like it's like I would argue that I would say that like Grogu is like uh, uh, I know it's just a character, but like it's it's Disney Plus is Stranger Things, where it's like people are coming for that. It's like it's like mm -hmm. it's their Game of Thrones, right? People will subscribe for these things, and that's Grogu. Mandalorian, of course, is really what they're subscribing, but like it's like it's for this little critter, like it's. He's everywhere. 
Yeah, absolutely. The Grogu was genius, like just brilliant on every. It was kind. It kind of was like when um, the Grogu was what George Lucas, I think, wanted Jar Jar to be, and then Jar Jar wasn't, and then we got Mini Me, and Mini Me was what he wanted Jar Jar to be, and now Star Wars finally has their Mini Me. Like finally, you know, they got their their Ewoks are back. They got their Grogu who kind of runs it all, and you know, they have the Studio Ghibli short, which I was like, I gotta watch this. This looks awesome. What is it? It's two seconds of him with some mothballs. I'm like, fine, let's do it. Like Grogu captured everybody's hearts. Everybody loved this little, little, uh, little gremlin, and I, most people I think still do. I think some people are like it's just a marketing tactic, sure, but he's awesome. <laughs> it's like marketing tactic. I'm like, yeah, they're a business. They're trying to make money, but it's also yeah. like she's also they the whole toys. emphasis of the show. <laughs> And they didn't make toys for a year, man. Think yeah. of all the money they lost out on that first yeah. year. They would have destroyed that first year. Yeah. They would have slaughtered I, that first year. Yeah. Those are our top fives. Yeah. Let us know what your top fives are in the comments below. Grogu, has he still captured your heart? He has mine. I even made only season three where they didn't really know what to do with him. I'm like, every time he was on screen, I'm like, I love Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. You could just be there, and I'm good. All right, Brock, 301 episodes of this podcast. How you feeling? Pretty good. Last episode was fun, so I was just like, let's go, and then life got the way, and we're here <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. But, but we uh, have anyway. – uh, we should set this off the top. We got some good stuff coming, some fun stuff coming on Thanksgiving. Andrew's doing a show with a special guest as well, and we've got a show with a special guest and the podcast. We're going to have a lot of shows that day. Uh, so hopefully you can join us on American Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving, we don't do anything. Yeah. No shows. <laughs> no All right. Anything else you want to say? Uh, happy Diwali to anyone listening that celebrates that. Um, and happy soon-to-be Thanksgiving for all our American friends. Go Black Friday. Black Friday. Are you going? No, <laughs> Black Friday's already on now. It doesn't really seem to be. Like, is. No, but are you going to go to to the United States of America for Black no, Friday? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Yeah, Black Friday is all month now. <laughs> Black Friday is early. Yeah, I know. I know. It's November. Just call it the November deal. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, everyone. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, it's awesome. 301. We'll be back sometime this week. Well, we're, we're recording something, but hopefully we're back for episode 302 this week. Brock will talk about it. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for watching. Brock, you were always scum. <laughs> <laughs> Rebel scum. <laughs> 301 hey, episode. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on Flawless. the video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.